0: Welcome to the Excavation Safety Alliance podcast, where leaders in damage prevention sit down to tell stories, highlight new technology, and share their passion for safety. Hi, I'm Scott Landis, President of Infrastructure Resources, or IR as we like to call it, Um, You may not recognize the name, but you probably recognize some of our brands and initiatives, which we're going to talk about today. Um, But really what we are is a team of people just really dedicated to saving lives through education. It might be through conferences, it might be through media, or some of our other virtual education. So while it started in 2003, the idea kind of started baking way back in the last century. That sounds strange to say, um, in the 90s. Um, So I had a good friend who was in the trade show business, Greg Geisler, and I also was doing work with Underground Focus Magazine and Ron Rosencrantz who started it and owned it at the time. And I thought, you know, our industry really needed a single trade show slash conference where everybody in the industry could come together and really talk about solutions and move things forward. So I went to Greg and said, hey, I think we need a trade show in our industry. What do you think? And he said, yeah, it's a good idea, but who's gonna create the education? And I said, well, I know some stuff, but I know the guy who knows everything. Um, So I went to Ron Rosencrantz and said, hey, would you wanna put the education together for it? Ron said, yep. So we teamed up and uh, launched the damage prevention convention and exposition back in 97. You know, it went great for a few years. um, And then my friend Greg had the nerve to sell his business and then it got sold again. And in the end, the company that owned it uh, was not at all tied to the industry. They just put on tons of trade shows. They didn't care about damage prevention. It really just wasn't a good fit. Um, So I moved on. Um, And later on in 2003, Mike Perillac, who owned Underground Focus and still does at the time, um, started Underground Focus live with uh, help from me and some people who had spun off of the damage prevention convention. It was an outdoor show, all demos. It was just awesome. Mike was launching his staking university, or I should say moving his staking university to Mantino, Illinois. Um, and it was the perfect setting for this. And he worked his tail off and it was just, an awesome hands-on event. Everybody had, had a great time. Um, so we did it for a year and realized that was an awful lot of work. And M- Mike's passion was really focused on staking you and on uh, Underground Focus Magazine. So um, I ended up buying Underground Focus live from Mike and then uh, formed Underground Focus Events, which is now Infrastructure Resources. So trying to expand a little bit, we went to Underground Focus Academy in 2004, kind of a sister event out in Los Angeles at the LA County Fairgrounds. It was a pretty cool event. It was kind of a hybrid. Underground Focus Live was all demos. This was actually a combination of some conference-style sessions, a few workshops, along with Uh, The outdoor demos that we were able to do right in the racetracks infield at the Los Angeles County Fairgrounds—really pretty neat event. People had really uh, a great time. It's kind of hard to draw too much nationally, but it was it was really uh, well received. So in 2005, we started the uh, excavation safety guide, and what that was intended to be is an annual guide, not really a magazine. Looks like a magazine, but it's chalk. Full of articles that are more kind of how-to articles, all aimed at professional excavators. Um, In addition to that, there's some great reference material in the back, including links to all the one-call laws and summaries of the laws. So it's become a really great tool. In that first year, um, we actually published uh, 225,000, and now we actually uh, produce at least 700,000 every year. And I, I also have to um, you know, throw it a thank you because the very first one that came out in 2005, uh, grammar and editing are not my uh, strong suit, but I ran into Bill and Ellen Kiger at a, uh, at a show and I had a draft of uh, the first one and they looked at it and said, well, this is a great idea, but you got all kinds of mistakes in here. So, so they actually proofed the first one for me and it, was, it made a huge difference. So thanks Bill and Ellen. In uh, 2006, our Underground Focus Academy really morphed into our first excavation safety conference. And um, we did it in conjunction. It was hosted by Arizona Blue Steak, now Arizona 811. Uh, without their help, we would have never been able to pull it off, but it was at the Point South Mountain Resort in Phoenix. Uh, and it was a really great venue because we could still do outdoor demos and we had enough room for uh, larger meetings and sessions. Um, and really, the idea behind it was to get everybody in the industry in the same place, kind of like we were starting with the Underground Focus Live and Underground Focus Academy. But now, because we had a full-blown conference associated with it, we were able to get the Underground Safety Institute to join up with us and uh, do their Underground Safety Institute as a part of this event. Um, Anoka also came and had their annual meeting there. So that, that was a great first step to get the whole thing rolling. In 2008, we started our Excavation Safety University and uh, really consisted of some uh, video training on DVDs. Remember those? Um, They were focused on uh, locator uh, training and on damage investigation. But we also have field guides uh, that go with it. So you might not be able to watch the video out in the field, but you could take the field guide with you and it's also kind of a learning tool as you're taking the class or watching the class, it went along with it and allowed you to take notes. In 2010, uh, we launched the Damage Prevention Professional. It's quite a mouthful, right? So it was really, and still is, intended to be a completely focused uh, magazine on damage prevention and on public awareness. And you can see it changed a little bit over the years That while it was still the Damage Prevention Professional, we added the 811 logo to try and build visibility for 811 and really help uh, launch that brand. So, then the next thing we did in 2010, we added the damage prevention hero to the magazine. So, it's a feature that happens in every edition of the magazine. And what we do is we look for an unsung hero out there. And there's hundreds, if not thousands of them out there. If you're in this industry, you probably realize how many people are deeply passionate about damage prevention and saving lives. And they're doing it all day, every day, lots of times at nights and on weekends, and when they're not on the clock, so to speak, um, because they are passionate about it. And most of them aren't getting recognized and they're really not looking for recognition. Well, we decided it would be a great idea to recognize one every quarter. So we do a feature in in every issue of the magazine on someone and kind of the fun part is that person has no idea there's going to be a story and then they get a plaque, No, no new idea at all that it's happening. So we keep it real secret and it's really fun when the magazine eventually lands on their desk or somebody gets it before them and calls them and says, hey, congratulations and they don't have any idea why. Um, a fun example is the one that's up there. This Tom Thorne, um, he worked for Official uh, Construction um, in Las Vegas, and they were great and offered to voluntarily dig a trench in the back of the Rio Hotel at one of our excavation safety conferences there. Um, and we, of course, called eight one one and we asked the hotel for all their um, you know plans and everything, and they said, "Oh, there's nothing back there. And I'm sure nobody's heard that before." Well, thank goodness uh, Tom was a part of this construction uh, and excavation, I should say, and um, he was digging and all of a sudden he saw a piece of warning tape and so immediately stopped. And as it turns out, there was a high voltage cable and some fiber optic cables that fed the entire uh, Harris Casino family. So, And by the way, it was during the week of March madness. So there was a lot of gambling going on. It would have been a a disaster. So anyway, we do this every issue. And if you've got somebody you'd recommend, hey, let us know. We're always looking. In 2013, uh, we kind of joined forces with the the CCGA in Canada. They wanted to have an annual symposium. And so they contracted with uh, IR uh, to produce uh, their event. Um, so we have done every uh, CCGA Damage Prevention Live symposium that they've done. And it's just been a blast to really get to know the Canadians and, and the Canadian um, education. is just slightly different from ours. Really great stuff, a lot of fun. So uh, we've been doing that since 2013. And hopefully one of these days they'll start again. Also in 2013, we held uh, our first 811 run as a part of our excavation safety conference in Florida. Um, so the first one was obviously uh, pretty small, but the idea behind it was as you can see in that picture there of, from Minnesota, which we did later that year, um, the whole premise behind the 811 runs are A, to have fun, to educate the people participating, but more than anything, it's the branding of the 811 run just to get the 811 message out there. When the event is being promoted, everybody who sees it sees 811. And we were really lucky in Minnesota to, to get these billboards donated every year we, we had it up here. So that, that, was, that was really great. And then it's kind of morphed from there. We don't have anything to do with it other than we started the whole idea and got it rolling and created kind of a playbook we passed on to the CGA and now uh, there are all kinds of little kids fairs with uh, the run at the same time and you can see they've gotten a lot bigger we got fire departments involved hanging flags and uh, now as you can see in all those states um, they're doing 811 runs probably in other states too that's all i could really find because it's a pretty informal in 2014 we uh, took it another step and created the uh, 811 Mudder uh, program. So anybody who wants to participate in a Tough Mudder around the country, we created a a logo and kind of a concept and playbook for that. And you can see it's, it's actually may not look like it, but it really is a ton of fun. And you can see we get a lot of visibility out there. Even when you're covered with mud, they can still see the eight one one, and I can tell you because I've done three of them that uh, it's pretty funny. Right during the event, you actually will get other participants asking you what's eight one one. And the other fun part is when you look at these pictures; most of these people have nothing to do with our industry, right? They just joined up because they knew somebody, and every one of them then becomes an eight one one a call before you dig, click before you dig evangelist, and it's it's just a lot of fun. Um, In 2015, uh, we started PASA, the Pipeline Ag Safety Alliance, and it was really Chris Thome with Rhino's brainchild um, through the Minnesota Regional CGA. Um, He was meeting uh, at one of those meetings and met a county ag agent, and turns out we all want to reach farmers and ranchers, and it's a hard group to reach. Well, what he found, and then we found, was that County ag agents are really well-respected and they're all over the country. Farmers listen to them. They don't have an agenda other than to help the farmers. So rather than trying to educate every farmer, what PASA does is educates the county ag agents, including providing newsletters for them, going to their annual conference, and then even a farm and ranch edition of our excavation safety guide. So it's really been a big hit with uh, farmers and ranchers and pipelines uh, who support the program. So in 2015, uh, we started uh, ELSA. Really locators are such a vital part of the industry and they just don't get much recognition. And lots of times they end up taking all the heat and don't get much recognition for the great job they do. So we started this and what it really consists of is the last week of April every year is ELSA, Locator Safety and Appreciation Week. So what we really did is create a whole bunch of graphics. We created posters, cards, all free stuff you can download at locatorsafety.com. Um, and the idea is to get everybody out in the industry during at least that week focusing on how they appreciate locators, locator safety, all that kind of stuff and, and it's really become a big hit and, and just we just provide the tools. It's all the stakeholders out there who latch onto it and do something with it that really make a difference. So it's become a lot of fun and, and a pretty big event. And yep, we uh, have the DP Pro. You saw the magazine before, the Damage Prevention Professional. Well, that was so hard to say. We we shortened it up and modernized it. And that magazine became uh, the DP Pro in 2019. And the other little twist is you'll see the 811 logo still on the cover and also on every other page at the bottom on the inside, because we really wanna promote uh, calling before you dig, but it's 2019 lots of people want to click before they dig. So we actually have the clickbeforeyoudig.com logo on uh, the bottom of every other page in the magazine. So whether you want to call or click, we're uh, we're helping drill that into people. So the Oceania Damage Prevention Conference that um, we started in 2019 with our our Australian partner, Pelican Corp. It was a phenomenal event. There'd been nothing like it in Australia. Um, So we had the conference. that brought in people from New Zealand, South Africa, the US, uh, Canada. Um, It was just a really fun event and we're planning to have it every other year. Although last year would have been the second one, 2021. And we all know that uh, that didn't happen. So we're moving on and hopefully we'll be doing it again, but it is fun to bring damage prevention to other parts of the world. So now we move forward to 2021 and uh, our live event was canceled again this year due to COVID. Um, So we're launched the Global Excavation Safety Conference virtual. And uh, so as you know, there's tons of sessions, networking. It's uh, a really fun event. So we're trying to always innovate and stay ahead of things. Also in 2021, we started Damage Prevention Week um, which is really a week that's intended to get everybody in the industry, the stakeholders to focus on that's when we're going to talk about damage prevention, how we can make excavation safer uh, amongst the industry. So April is National Safe Digging Month, an awesome event, really focused on call before you dig and kind of getting the message out just to excavators and the general public. Really great CGA endorsed event, CGA built event. What we're really doing with uh, the Damage Prevention Week is trying to get the stakeholders themselves, not really the general public, to meet and talk about things. So this year, our kickoff year, um, we had a CAMO event. They did a two-hour workshop, virtual. This all became virtual this year. Next year, it'll be live. Uh, We had the first ever Global GPR Congress. It brought global um, people from all around the globe, I should say, who were involved in GPR together and then we had the first ever cross safety association uh, leading practice course um, as well as a bunch of workshops. So great great event and next year will be even more fun because we can do the virtual things as well as have it live. Uh, Next year it'll be uh, during our conference which is the first week of uh, March. So this year we're also kicking off in in a matter of uh, weeks. Our Excavation Safety Alliance, which is a membership program that's got hundreds of videos, uh, interviews, training, downloads, gonna be super fun, a lot of stuff for free, uh, minimal membership, or you can really get deeply involved and be able to take all the workshops for free. But check it out at excavationsafetyalliance.com. I think you'll really like what you see. We also are starting the Global Locate Masters. So what this is, is, basically trying to make uh, kind of the locate rodeo that some people are familiar with and, and basically turn it into a virtual event. So using the Udo uh, simulator, we're able to actually have competition indoors that's super effective as a training tool. Um, super fun from a competitor standpoint because it's a level playing field. Um, so we're actually going to be having the, the first competition will take place at our conference a, next March which brings me to that so our uh, global excavation safety conference we've been doing it since 2006 every year until COVID hit so uh, it's going to be really fun after uh, a two-year pause in uh, 1920 and 21 to be back live again in phoenix and and ironically i started this saying uh, we did our first one in phoenix uh with uh, arizona blue State now i can say we're doing it in 2022 with arizona 811 we're really excited about it as you can see march one through three so uh plan on coming you'll have a great time and you'll learn a lot and meet a lot of really key people thanks Thank you for listening to the Excavation Safety Alliance podcast, an infrastructure resources initiative. Join the Alliance at excavationsafetyalliance.com, where you can find full video editions of this podcast, training videos, a vibrant community, and so much more.